Science Journal for Kids and Teens presents, Can a Spray Make Our Crops Better? Adapted from the original peer-reviewed paper in the journal ACS Nano, published on February 23, 2022. Research conducted by K.G. Numata, Chomprakun Tagun, Yoko Hori, and others from the Department of Material Chemistry at Kyoto University and the Biomacromolecules Research Team at the Riken Center for Sustainable Resource Science in Japan. See the full list of authors and their affiliations in the accompanying PDF. Read by Miranda Wilson. Abstract. Did you know the first genetically modified crop was a tomato with delayed ripening? Genetically modified organisms, or GMOs, have been around for decades now, and they offer a lot of benefits. For example, they may grow more food or be more resistant to diseases, but there are a few downsides as well. Producing GMOs takes a lot of time and is often expensive. Plus, many people think they are unsafe. This is because they have some foreign DNA. But what if we can change the crops without changing their DNA? We tried using special molecules. They can change cell activity. First, we have to insert them into plant cells. For this, we tested sprays with nanocarriers. It turned out to be a success. Many nanocarriers were able to enter the plant cells. Then, we tried spraying nanocarriers with the special molecules. This was also a success. So, we could make the cell do what we wanted. Introduction. You might have heard of genetically modified organisms, or GMOs, but do you know how scientists make them? It usually takes four steps. One, they look for a trait that can improve the organism. For example, resistance to drought or disease. Then they find another organism that already has that trait. They also find the DNA responsible. Two, they copy the desired DNA. Three, they insert the DNA into the organism they wish to change. So the organism, for example a plant, has some foreign DNA. It makes the plant cells do what the scientists want. The modified DNA also carries on to future generations. And four, finally, the scientists grow the new organisms. For example, plants that are resistant to diseases, drought, insects, etc. GMOs can definitely be very helpful, but there are some downsides. For one, GMOs take a long time to make. They can also be quite expensive. Plus, many people think GMOs are harmful to our bodies and the environment. We wondered, what if we can change a plant to have the desired traits without changing its DNA, so that it won't take so much time to produce and it would be cheaper and much easier to do? This is what we wanted to achieve. Methods. Some molecules, for example DNA, can adjust cells' activity. So we can insert such molecules to control the cells. 
This way, we won't actually change the DNA. It sounds simple enough, but achieving it is not easy. Plus, we wanted an easy application method, one that people can use in agriculture. We decided to try spraying these molecules on the plants. We considered different nanocarriers. Maybe they could insert the special molecules into the cells. We performed three separate experiments. Experiment one, do nanocarriers work as a spray? Which one would be best at entering the plant cells? To find out, we tagged the nanocarriers with glowing yellow dye. Next, we sprayed this complex, nanocarrier plus dye, on the plant's leaves. We then measured the glow. Experiment two. We wanted to test if these nanocarriers could insert DNA into the cells. So we combined them with a special DNA complex. If the DNA entered the plant cells, we would see blue spots. And experiment three. We wanted to see if we could switch off some genes. Our test subject was a modified plant that glows in yellow. We sprayed it with nanocarriers and a special molecule. This molecule should try and block the glow. So if we succeed, we should see no or less glow. Here in figure one, you can see an image of spraying the leaves with a nanocarrier with bioactive molecules, DNA or RNA. In the image, the plant is green and growing out of the ground. The inset shows the nanocarrier in a ring and the bioactive molecule is represented by a blue and pink squiggle with positive charges on the outside. The combination of these two is put into the spray and then sprayed onto the plant. Results. Our experiments showed us that, one, the various nanocarriers showed glows with different levels of brightness. So, some nanocarriers were better than others at entering the plant cells. Two, when we sprayed the plants with the carrier plus DNA, there were blue spots. When we sprayed the plants with only DNA, there were no blue spots. That means the DNA can't enter on its own. And three, spraying the glowing plant with only the nanocarrier didn't stop the glow but when we sprayed it in combination with the special molecule, there was less glow. In figure two, you can see on the left, we sprayed the plant's leaves with the nanocarrier and DNA complex. On the right, we only sprayed them with DNA. The blue spots show that the DNA has entered the plant cells. Looking at the photo, why are there blue spots in the left image and no blue spots in the right one? Discussion. Our results are quite promising. We were able to control the cells with sprays. Many natural nanocarriers were able to enter the leaves. The brighter the glow in experiment one, the better the carrier enters the cells. They were also able to deliver DNA to the plant cells. This is what the blue spots in experiment two tell us. We were also able to switch off some genes. Sometimes, 
This is as important as inserting new genes. In experiment three, we first sprayed the glowing plant with a nanocarrier, but the glow didn't change. We then sprayed it with a nanocarrier plus a special molecule. This molecule should switch off the gene, which makes the plant glow. And indeed, the glow was not as bright. Conclusion. We were able to change a plant without changing its DNA. Plus, we were able to do so for a lot less time and money. And even better, we found a very easy way of doing it, a handheld spray. This doesn't mean we should ignore GMOs though. Do some research to find out what genetically modified crops are grown in your country. What are their benefits? What about their downsides? Thank you for listening to this recording. Visit our website, sciencejournalforkids.org, for more free science teaching resources.